Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news and morning mixtape. It is Friday, May 12th, and I'm your host, Mariana Schultz. Reporting for CJRU, 12.80 a.m. in Toronto, and here are our top stories from today. Parts of Canada and the United States might get record-breaking heat wave this coming week. Still in the country, thousands of foreign trained nurses can now practice in Canada as provinces change licensing rules. And new Airbnb legislation in Quebec could be a new model for the country. After this, we'll hear from Samina with an interesting book recommendation on her segment, Turn the Page. So, let's get to the news. In weather news, it seems like there's a potential for a historic heat wave in much of Western Canada and parts of the United States in the coming week. The heat wave is set to reach its peak starting today until early next week. According to the Washington Post, the system is starting to gather around the Hudson Bay and will mostly affect a region from the Pacific Northwest to Alberta. The heat wave was generated by extremely early season high pressure. Parts of Canada that will be affected were touched by an exceptional heat wave two years ago, which brought the hottest temperature ever recorded in the country and devastating wildfires, still according to the Washington Post. And as summer approaches the Northern Hemisphere, major heat waves and significant wildfires have already become common in parts of the world, with more of the same likely to be ahead. Like in Canada and in the US, extreme heat has also been hitting regions in Asia and Europe so far this year. A heat wave that is getting underway in parts of northern Canada will eventually spread to British Columbia and Alberta as well as to the northern United States. These regions saw extreme temperatures in summer 2021, and the heat waves coming to Canada and the U.S. this week will be similar. According to the Washington Post, a zone of high pressure, also called a heat dome, is set to expand and become very intense into this weekend, which will bring on historic temperatures for springtime. Temperatures are likely to be lower than those from 2021 because the event is happening earlier in the year than two years ago. But temperatures reaching or breaking a range of 34 to 40 degrees Celsius are still likely, putting peak temperatures way above normal for the time of the year. Still according to the Post, the fact that this heat dome is coming just under two years after the last one is exceptional. The 2021 event was deemed a one-in-a-thousand-year occurrence. However, meteorologist and climate specialist Jeff Berardelli said that now, these types of events are forecast to occur in this region once every decade or even more often. Well now, onto healthcare, provinces across Canada are licensing internationally trained nurses after introducing regulatory changes designed to make it easier to work in their jurisdictions. All of this comes amid staffing shortages that are affecting the healthcare system in Canada. The College of Registered Nurses of Alberta, the CRNA, says it's been receiving thousands of inquiries from foreign trained nurses after it overhauled its application process last month. Changes, it says, are already reducing processing times from over a year to a matter of weeks. According to the Globe and Mail, Nova Scotia and British Columbia recently introduced similar changes to their regulatory process and have also seen a crush of applications from nurses educated outside Canada. In Alberta, the response to the new streamlined registration process has been dramatic. The nursing regulator says it's registered over 1,400 internationally trained nurses since changes were introduced on April 4th, more than two and a half times the number processed in the past four years combined. Once registered, these nurses can begin working 
immediately. Greg Lovely, executive director of the CRNA, says the changes are especially focused on foreign trained nurses already living in the country but not working in their field because of regulatory barriers. According to the Globe and Mail, changes like this are part of a fundamental shift happening across the country, fueled by Ottawa's demands that provinces reduce regulatory barriers that prevent medical professionals from hopping over provincial and international boundaries. On May 1st, the four Atlantic provinces launched a regional licensing system for doctors, a first in Canada, called the Atlantic Physician Register. It will allow a physician to practice in Newfoundland and Labrador, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island for an annual fee of $500, without needing to go through an expensive and time-consuming licensing process in each jurisdiction. Ontario, meanwhile, has introduced legislation that, if passed, would allow healthcare workers licensed in other Canadian jurisdictions to work in the province without having to register with its applicable health regulatory colleges. Now moving on to Quebec, its new Airbnb and short rental legislations could be a model for the rest of the country. Quebec's previous regulation laws regarding Airbnbs or other short-term rentals were seen as one of the strongest in the country. According to CBC News, it was also clear that the system wasn't working. Airbnb hosts had to register with the provincial government or they could face fines, but a vast majority of the listings were un unlicensed. The problem was brought into sharp focus after a fire in March in an old Montreal heritage building that killed seven people, several of whom were staying in illegal Airbnbs. On Tuesday, the provincial government tabled updated legislation aimed at making sure only eligible registered hosts can post a listing. McGill University professor David Washmus, the Canada Research Chair in Uber Governments, said that these new legislation represent a significant step forward. He also said, that's a really good template that I think other provinces and certainly Ontario and British Columbia, the other big provinces, should be looking to emulate. Such a system, Washmut said, would allow municipalities to set their own rules and use the provincial database to ensure those rules are being enforced. Washmut also said that regulating short-term rentals effectively could help alleviate a strained housing market in many parts of Canada. The professor has studied the impact of Airbnb on the market. His 2019 research found that the company had likely resulted in the removal of 31,000 units from Canada's long-term rental market. Well, that was it for me today, and I'll leave you with Samina with her segment, Turn the Page. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. May is Asian Heritage Month and 2023 is the 21st anniversary since the Government of Canada declared it as such. It is a time to reflect on and recognize the many contributions that people of Asian origin have made and continue to make to Canada. One of the best ways to do this is to read about the stories by people of Asian descent. In the last few years, there have been a rise in anti-Asian discrimination leading to attacks on Asian communities. Hate has no place anywhere. Benny O oh is a Canadian boy of Japanese-Korean descent. He just turned 12 years old, and he is in no mood to celebrate. He just lost his father. His mother, descending further into grief, has become a hoarder to fill the void. Benny isn't sure how to cope with the grief, but one day he starts hearing things. Objects start speaking to him. 
The title of the book is The Book of Form and Emptiness. The author is Ruth Ozeki. In addition to being an author, Ruth is a filmmaker, a Zen Buddhist priest, and teaches writing. You really get a sense of her love of language reading her words. Benny is one narrator. The other narrator is the book itself. Benny unfortunately tells people at school about hearing objects, for example, coffee cups, talking to him, and after ridicule, he is placed in a psychiatric ward. There, he meets a girl who gives him a secret message and leads him to the library, where he finds a book and, reading her words, takes him on a journey. Have you ever asked yourself, if a book could talk, what would it say? Benny is about to find out. I'm going to warn you. This book will take you a long time to read. It takes place over two years. It touches on themes of grief, loss, mental health, consumerism, the magic of books, and interdependence. I can assure you it's worth reading until the end. Last year, it was a women's prize for fiction. I hope you enjoy it. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You could also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJRU, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Mariana Schuetze. Thanks for listening.